0: our family values are under attack as a husband and father family is very important to me i can get the word by listening to the stone builders hour on my favorite podcast iHeartRadio. heart radio you can check them out on other podcasts like spotify and soundcloud as a man of faith the word is very important to me And I can get the truth from Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Montgomery. Check them out on the Stone Builders Hour. Greetings, Stone Builders family. Uh, Pastor Gary Montgomery, my lovely wife, uh, J.C., we are in the studio today to bring you the good news. Yes. The good news. Praise God. I just want to give a shout out to... Uh, those men and women who are incarcerated, especially you that are in the Gulf uh, Coast uh, there in uh, Gaston, uh, Liberty, Wakala. I know y'all hear us on Wave 94, uh, 94.1 FM there in the Tallahassee area. Uh, for the month of June, we did a lot of current events. <laughs> Boy, a lot was going on <laughs> that whole month. going on. Uh, from Pride to like fake chicken, fake eggs to like a whole bunch of stuff and now it's time the month of July to get back to our father's business. All right. You know, so we're gonna get back to our father's business. And Colossians three seventeen says, and whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You know, right now we wanna talk about how your business, how your ministry, and your home should be God's business. Yes. And we want to focus in on the story of Joseph in Genesis 40. So he kind of starts in uh, Genesis 37. He provides us with how one man used God to interpret dreams and asking, tell me what you saw. Everybody around him told them, their dreams to Joseph and then they say well tell me what you saw how do you interpret this
1: and do many of us ask that same question well praise God because I love it welcome podcast and radio family to another informative session (laughs) I can't say the word we bring you great tidings in the Lord and his holy word the Bible yes Pastor, you're right Joseph did always ask God for the interpretation. He believed it was about his father's business, asking. Genesis 48 says, And they said unto him, We have a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. And Joseph said unto them, I want you to hear this, ladies and gentlemen, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me then, I pray you, because he was going to take it to God, to get the true meaning of the dream. But you know the story, it was about the chief butler and the chief baker. And you know, during those days, if I guess your pies weren't up to snuff or if you didn't clean quite right, the king could just throw you in jail, in prison. Mm -hmm. So they were sitting there waiting for a meeting uh, with the king so that they could plead their case. Well, the chief butler gave Joseph his dream, and the chief baker gave him his dream, but the butler was dreaming that he would actually come out of his situation, or he could see him rising up. And so, Joseph told him, hey, in three days, the king's going to ask for you, and you will be reinstated. So, the baker said, hmm, Well, if he's telling him that, well, maybe I got good news too. So, he told him his dream, but his dream was just the opposite. His dream was that in three days, he would be brought before the king, but he was going to be hung. So, with his new notoriety, everyone forgot about Joseph, even though the guards and all the people around him, they liked him because not only was he a good steward while he was in prison... He also gave them hope and encouragement, but it wasn't until Pharaoh had his dream Mm. that he was brought out of prison to interpret it. And again, Joseph asked him, what is the dream? And I'll let Pastor go on with that. Well,
0: uh, it, the dream, it, it goes through uh, Genesis 41, uh, 14 through 16. But uh, how did Joseph get there in the first place? Yes. You well, know, he was uh, he was minding his own business. He was a little spoiled kid because he was the youngest one of his father because his father brought him forth in the old age. And so, hey, I love this young dude. Uh, and so but Joseph, uh, he had some he had gifts. And sometimes your gift can make other people angry. And and because it, how he, his gift of interpretation of hearing God, uh, he kind of went overboard and made his brothers so angry that uh, they wanted to, to kill him and take him out, but uh, they decided to put him in a pit. Right. And, and Reuben,
1: <laughs> they yes, decided to kill him. Right, because you'd be spilling your brother's blood. But just remember that he had been dreaming at such a young age yes and because he when started, right yeah enough that he knew god was telling him something but you know being like you said a small kid he was going well y'all gonna bow down to me and you know of course being older having older kids and being an older kid myself sometimes you're like oh what does this not nose running kid know about anything
0: Hmm. And so they, uh, and Reuben, thank God for Reuben, uh, he's the one who said, uh, you know, let's don't kill him. let's just put him in a pit, just to cool the brothers down a little bit. And then they saw some Israelites, so not Israelites, some. Um, they were well, Arabs. They, they were Arabs. It was, it yeah, was a caravan. Them, yeah. Mohammedans, wherever they called them at that point. But they were, like you said, air caravans. And they saw them from a distance and, and they decided to go ahead and sell them. Without Reuben, so when Reuben came back and and saw that he was gone, he was pretty angry about yes, he that. Was. He was pretty angry, but Joseph uh, was carried on and and sold to Potiphar, and and sometimes you know he made the best of a bad situation.
1: Yes, he did. He was positive about everything.
0: And, and that's why we should look at your business, look at your home and your ministry. Even though you may be going through some trials and tribulations, just know that the Almighty is in control. And through Joseph and his belief in the Almighty and servitude to serve his master to the utmost, you draw attention. He drew attention from Potiphar's wife. And he was in a situation where Potiphar, you know, when I'm reading the story about that, I believe Potiphar really believed Joseph. Oh, he he did. He had to honor his wife, though. So he threw him in jail. And that's what brings us now to what Jesse said. He's in current events. He's in prison. Genesis 41, it states then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. And they brought him hastily out of the dungeon and he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came in unto Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed a dream and there is none that can interpret it because the Pharaoh, um, uh, he brought forth a uh, his soothsayers and he was angry at them and a lot of them were upset because a lot of them didn't make it through the next day
1: they went to prison too or get their heads cut off (laughs) they didn't want to
0: say anything because of that interpretation but joseph answered pharaoh and saying it is not in me god shall give pharaoh an answer of peace So Joseph was able to interpret the seven years of fat times versus seven years of famine. So Pharaoh rewarded him to make preparations during the good years for the lean years. So Joseph had to have a reputation, even though he was in prison. And they brought it forth to Pharaoh to say, hey, man, this guy was working for product for him. He was doing an awesome job, took his farm. He increased everything around the farm because Pharaoh had to have some confidence in this Joseph in order to put him uh, with the signet ring and
1: gave him charge over implementing the dream. Well, let's look at that. Even in our own personal lives when you think about the, the naysayers that are in your life when you want to accomplish something or do something, people say, well, you can't do it because you don't have this, or you don't have the education, or you don't have the money. But if we are about God's business, God is in the business of being involved in our lives. So many times people are just out there saying, how I'm going to do this, or how I'm going to do that, or how I'm going to accomplish what I need to get done. But it's more than just faith, and it's more than just hope. It's a belief that you are going to be able to accomplish great things. Just remember, you have very intelligent people or people that are in the world, say, like a Freud who has, everyone knows who he is, Mm -hmm. even though they may not be learning about him in school. Mm -hmm. But you do know that Freud was an atheist, mm. he never believed God had, he. since he didn't believe in God, God had no effect or had any impact on his life. So, compare that to someone like Joseph, who believed that everything he did was going to come through there. But remember, because... Uh, Joseph had been given responsibility throughout his time, even when he was in prison. Even the guards gave, liked him yeah. and gave him responsibility. In the prison. Right, in the prison. <laughs> he was orderly. Yes.
0: order
1: <laughs> So yeah. he was able to take his situation and always turn it for good. So when Pharaoh came up and had the dream and he was able to interpret it, because Egypt was going to go through a great Phantom, fam, famine fam. in seven years after having great crops and everything, Pharaoh decided to put Joseph in charge so that he could manage this. Because you think about it, when you're lean, you want to be able to depend on what your resources are versus when you're plentiful. Sometimes you, you get a little sloppy, you're not spendthrift yeah. like you should be because you figure out, oh, well, I have more than enough. But Joseph was in that situation that eventually he get he had the opportunity to see his family once again, and the one thing that about the story um, that Joseph did to his family, he gave them food when they came because Jacob found that Egypt had the food. Yeah, because there was drought there, there was a great and, famine, mm-hmm. and so people were coming from all over. You're not yeah. talking about close by we're talking about areas all around Egypt people heard that they had food so they were coming to get it and they were able because of the way they stored it and and put it away they were able to supply grain to people when they needed it and when Joseph saw his family he really wanted to break down but he held back and he did all this so he could let them know from Genesis 45, 7 through 9, and God set me before you to preserve you, a posterity in the earth, and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither, because remember, they try to, they sold them off, but God. And he had made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all. All his house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Hey, she, and go up to my father and say unto him, Thus saith thy son Joseph, God had made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down unto me, tarry not. And again, that's Genesis 45 7 through 9. So when you are doing uh, good things when you're staying in that word when you're staying even in your times of trouble even when you think you're all by yourself god is right there with you knowing that uh the situation yeah praise god
0: you know with this <laughs> that situation that it sometimes uh, what, what is that saying that you're like a frog in hot water yes. and when the heat is turned up uh, the frog you doesn't jump out you start off in out. cold water you start off in cold and then it heats up and then you don't jump out that's how life is a lot of times you know you're in the midst of it and don't even don't know that you're uh, getting burned up but uh, this uh, time to take a, a, a short break and, and we'll be right back with the rest of the story Greetings, friends and neighbors. Pastor Gary Montgomery here, inviting you to become a Stone Builder donor. Your support will allow the Stone Builder Hour to remain on the air. Please join Elder JC and I as we share the good news with you by sharing Bible scriptures and how relevant they are today. You can reach out and touch us by calling 580-634-5896 or stonebhr at gmail.com or donate on our secure site we livingstones.org welcome to the stone builder Hour team much love and god bless Welcome back! Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with myself, Pastor Gary Montgomery, my lovely wife, Elder J.C., and we're sharing the good news. And we just want to know, let you know that uh, your sewing and giving into uh, our storehouse will help us remain on the air and also to share the good news uh, over our various podcast stations and. Uh, you can make a secure donation on our website at welivingstones.org and there's a page there that has, uh, where you can make a successful and private donation and we just want to thank you in advance for that. Or you can call us at uh, 580-634-5896 and uh, if you have any questions or anything that we're talking about scriptures, feel free to reach out to us because uh, we are here for
1: you. And and you can do that through the email stonebr at gmail.com. Praise God. You know,
0: uh, Luke 1610, it says whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. That's why uh, we're sharing with you about the story of uh, Joseph, and just to focus in on when Potiphar's wife tried to seduce Joseph, his response was, it would be a great sin against God, not that he had an opportunity to sin, but he was his his mind was on things above and not on things around As him. Yes, on this earth. And so and, yeah, and I'm sure she had to be fine, you know, so for him to run away like that, unfortunately he left some, some cloaks behind, he just couldn't get out of there fast enough. But it was a sin against God. And when we were confronted with interpreting Pharaoh's dream, he also said it is beyond my power to do this. See, a lot of times when you go to soothsayers, yes. or, or you're going to get your palm red, red. I was
1: just say
0: that. or you're going to the tea house, uh, when you go to these different places, you know, it, 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 it's but God will tell you what you need it says in Genesis 41:16 and later when you look back over Joseph's life he said God has made me forget all my troubles mm. and God has made me fruitful in this land of my suffering because he will provide all your needs according to his riches and glory. Because in, in, in um, Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, yes, declares the Lord mm-hmm. plans to prosper you and not harm you plans to give you hope in the future. I stand on that word, not only for you, but for me, yes, <laughs> I'm up that. here teaching myself on how to survive out here in business and in ministry praise god and when jc had mentioned when he was confronted with his brothers and and they talked about the treatment of him he told them that's mm-hmm. what he said it was god who sent That'd me here. here not yes, you Yes, yes and yes. joseph knew that his life was god's business how many of you out there know that you are about god's business and that's why this earth is moaning and groaning because we have given it up to evil and unhealthy situations, the thing that I get mad about most is how um, there are certain parts of the community are after the kids, and we play the current events and said. We're after you. We're coming for your kids. I don't even want to go there with that. I rebuke that in the mighty name of Yeshua. That's why the loving, faithful, almighty is actively involved in man's daily affairs. He is involved with man's daily affairs. He hears and he smells everything. But the man who lives his life without consciously knowing this, boy, you're going to find alternative ways to try to make peace. Because life is can be hard. Yeah. It is hard. It's hard on us. Living it's, is hard. It's hard.
1: But it's a struggle. It is. But it's a struggle for him. But just knowing that Joseph gave each and every situation his best. And he was recognized for that. And I think that he's also somewhat of a precursor to Yeshua. Because in Luke 2.49, remember uh, when Jesus got left behind, he intentionally left himself behind. Yeah. And his parents finally came and his mother was upset. She said, why did you do this thing? And he says unto them, how is it that you sought me? Why are you looking for me? <laughs> I know where huh? I why was. Why are you huh? looking for me? <laughs> Wish ye not that I must be about my father's business mm. i think sometimes we forget that we're supposed to be about our father's business we continually do things that we believe is going to make us successful but it's god who what gives the increase mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we we do all this work and but it's him but proverbs twelve eleven says a hard worker has plenty of food but a person who chases fantasies has no sense and you know that (laughs) hard work is a blessing yeah it is and sometimes you know I used to uh, sell Mary Kay and one of the things that she used to always say about people who weren't productive they're productive in their mind they're so busy thinking about it that they get tired thinking about it and then they can't do the work so it's the same thing we need to be productive showing everyone in our path that we are about excellence and doing God's business.
0: When your mind, your body, and your spirit line up, no weapon formed against you can prosper. That's why Proverbs 11.1 1 says, the Lord detests dishonest scales, mm-hmm. but accurate weights find favor with him. Mm-hmm. When you talk about uh, uh, hard work, now, we, used, we worked hard, and not only in our business, in our ministry, we work hard. But I never worked as hard <laughs> as we are out here. I've yeah, gone from is, is 280 pounds down to 215 in two years working labor on the farm. Yeah. And that's why Deuteronomy 8.18, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he, who gives you the the ability to produce wealth. Yes. And so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. So being on a farm, it was very important to reduce my dimensions to become working fit. Also, we're eating a lot better now being out here in a healthy environment. We're we're eating things off the farm right now, eggs, chickens, veggies, and things of that nature. So uh, I share that with you because, You can do it now. Put God first, and he will take care of you.
1: I'm counting on it right now. (laughs) He he will do that, but remember... Uh, in Second Th- Thessalonians three six, not only should you be working, but you need to be hanging with people who work. It oh, says, yeah. "Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua, that you withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly, mm. and not after the tradition which." he received of us so we're expected to be productive now we're expected to be working we're expected to labor and it may not be the labor of a farm but it might be your job Uh, my parents always raised us they said if even if you're a janitor be the best janitor that you could be. So you should be the best yes. in everything that you do. Not sloughing off, not hanging at the water cooler when you should be working. You know what I'm talking about. There are times when you know that you're slacking. Yeah, you know you're <laughs> slacking. And you, you just go it. along with the program. Don't want to go to work today. That's yes, right. So I just feel as though if God is our business, then we're doing the right thing that we need to be doing.
0: That's why Ecclesiastic 9, 10 states, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For in the realm of the dead, where you are going, Mm -hmm. there is neither working nor planning nor knowledge nor wisdom. So I say get to work right now. So when that time comes, which we all got to answer the call when we leave this earth I want to go working. You know, some people think that you're going to be on a puffy white cloud with a harp in. It's not. <laughs> no, you're not. going to work.
1: Well, you think you got about. Work. <laughs> if you're going to be about my father's business, that's what have, the Yeshua talked about. Yes, he did. I think one of the things when you're talking about working and I think about people believing they're going to be on a harp with a white cloud, just think if you can imagine that you have, all eternity Mm. time becomes useless really it will never end so what are you gonna do i think you would get tired of playing all the time i think you would get tired of sitting on a on a cloud playing a harp i think you would i think god has a reason for us to be living in that time because we're going to be building societies well what's the star trek uh logo uh, we'll go, we we'll go where no world go where no one has gone before. before. Yeah. I think that's going to be us. But not only, or we won't have to worry about getting on a plane to go there. We won't have to worry about getting on uh, any kind of mode of operation where we have to get somewhere. We can just think it and be there. So I can think it and create. Is that what God did? Mm. He said, "Let there be light," and there was, and there was light. And what did he say? It was good. Mm. So I'm looking for that life <laughs> where I can speak it into existence, and ultimately say it is good.
0: Of oh, all my soul, that's why it's so important to like look at these stories of uh, like a Joseph
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, to um, how he handled his affairs and how he was always faithful, even though. Uh, I he was mention. treated
1: unfairly I mean come on he was
0: and he kind of blended in with the Egyptians too because his brothers came down they didn't even recognize him. they say he yep. looked like an Egyptian and it is it's clear that he was bilingual uh, yes. So he was talking the language and everything. They did not recognize this guy. He had to tell them who they who who he was, and and so that just shows you the complexions of everybody during that time period. Now I had to get that in there. <laughs> praise God, <laughs> you know. But you know, Psalms one, twelve, five. Good will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who conduct their affairs with justice. And I say that because. Uh, Joseph was fair with everyone. He made sure that he took his job to task. He used that signet ring to organize yes. farmers yes uh, from out the regions. He organized planning, uh, storing. Yes. How did he do that during that time period? Because I know that we had some uh, little mice creatures running around <laughs> our barn during the winter time. That uh, yeah, they found an opening. They, they found it, and so how did he do that? with all that grain that he had and and plus the corn the guy was because they had to build stuff because there was nothing there to hold that yet. yes so, and they probably had some cats too so which we gonna get <laughs> <laughs> it was a massive construction mobilization transportation yes, yes. logistics to bring around people throughout the empire of Egypt to gather up the food plus still feeding everybody uh, yep and then feeding when the drought and the, the, the not only did he feed the the, the population, but like JC stated, everybody it's around yes. were got out, and everybody coming, no one was turned away. Joseph was bad. Yes, he was. He was bad. And I think he's even inscribed uh, in some of the Egyptian, the story of Joseph is. Is in their story. in some yeah. of the pyramids yeah. and, and things of that nature.
1: Well, one of the things we talk about being about God's business, Psalms 145, 14, the Lord helps the fallen and lifts those bent beneath their loads, Philippians 1 6 God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus Yeshua the king the anointed one returns so don't be be about your father's business Amen. be about God's
0: business be about God's business Proverbs six sixteen. there are basically six things the Lord hates seven that are detestable to him haughty eyes a lying tongue hands that shed innocent blood a heart devises wicked schemes feet that are quick to rush into evil A false witness who pours out lies and a person who stirs up conflict in a community. Joseph was dealing with all those things because not only was he dealing with his family who threw him in the pit, (laughs) but when he got to Egypt, the same thing happened all over again. And that's why we all must stay above the fray, keep our eyes on things above and not on things around us because God loves us. God loves you so much and He wants you. He wants to embrace you. All we gotta do is confess our sins. Be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and sin no more. And mind God's business is <laughs> first. Turn your business, your ministry, and your home over to Him. In the mighty name of Yeshua, we can say thank you. And send us a shout out.
1: Let us know that you're listening. In the mighty name of Yeshua. Yep, that's StoneBHR at gmail.com or 580-634-5896. See ya.
0: Greetings friends and neighbors. Pastor Gary Montgomery here inviting you to become a Stone Builder donor. Your support will allow the Stone Builder Hour to remain on the air. Please join Elder JC and I as we share the good news with you by sharing Bible scriptures and how relevant they are today. You can reach out and touch us by calling 580-634-5896. Or StoneBHR at gmail.com Or donate on our secure site WeLivingStones.org Welcome to the Stone Builder Hour team Much love and God bless